1: everyone. Welcome back to our Friday show. If you've been tuning in, you know that we're talking to Joe Deegan all this week and we've been talking a lot about mu- music and really centered on uh, the new album that Joe has released. Uh, we've been talking about RYM Worship. The, the name of the album is The Promised Land. Is that right? Or Promised yeah, land?
0: Promised Land. Okay, so no yeah. V. No the... V. Okay. Just Promised Land.
1: Yes, and people will be able to uh, you know, download that off of iTunes, listen at Spotify, it'll be on YouTube, uh, you know, obviously purchase CDs, uh, those links will be on our, our website, and you can find out that information, Joe, you said at RYM Worship on Instagram, uh huh, as well as Facebook?
0: Yeah, RYM Worship is the uh, name of the Facebook page.
1: Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, so be sure to check out those uh, places just to, to find out more information about uh, the album. And so what we thought today, we'd just kind of end maybe asking some uh, just leftover questions that we have uh, about um, music. But uh, And really, Joe, we've been speaking about music, as we said, all of this week, but we know that there are plenty of people out there listening who are not musically inclined. Um, like myself. Mm-hmm. I love music. I love listening to music. I love specific instruments, but I'm not gifted in that way. Um, and I do, I wish I wish I was, but I know that there are many people out there uh, who, yeah, are not musicians. Uh, so Joe, what, what, what would you want to say uh, to those non-musicians uh, that are listening? What are, what are some thoughts you would like to share with non-musicians?
0: Well, I think you, you kind of touched on it already. I, I hear this all the time from people who (coughs) they'll say, well, I just, I'm not musical. I can't play anything, but I love music. I I hear that all the time. And I think that's what makes music so unique is that music is a language and not everybody can speak it, but everybody understands it. Hmm. That's what sets it apart from other languages is that everybody understands the language of music. I mean, you, Watch any movie where they've taken the music out of it and it's something's missing, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, and music moves us in a way, even as kids, it's something God ingrained in us. I mean, I I can remember <laughs> singing songs to my daughter when she was in the womb and seeing her kick and respond to that. Music moves us, and it's um, it's, it's something powerful that God ingrained in us, and 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 I would say that you know. If you're not musical, it's okay because you've been given this amazing gift of actually understanding what music is and it's, it's not something you have to speak. Uh, it's, it's something you almost have to let speak over you. And, and I think that, um, if you're able to do that in worship or even riding in your car down the road, listening to the radio or whatever, uh, to actually sit back and enjoy and let the music speak over you is, is what music was intended to do. And so, uh, I guess what I would say is don't despair. Uh, uh, if, if you maybe, maybe don't understand music or you're not musical because, um, there is, there is this little part of every one of us that, that understands it and knows it and, uh, and is moved by it even when we don't understand why we know that that happens and we recognize when that happens. And I think that's exactly um, what God made us for in terms of music.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I I think, uh, I don't know if I'm jumping in on you here, but you you said something that just no pun intended struck a chord with me. Um, I I really (laughs) didn't mean to, uh, I didn't plan that, Uh, but, but there is something, (laughs) there is something ingrained in us uh, that, you know, I can remember when my daughter, who's 11 now, and she was very young, she might have been two, and she was coloring, and I think I was at my computer, and I was working on something and had some music playing in the background, and she just said, is something sad happening?
0: Uh, yeah.
1: The music that was playing was a little somber, and she didn't even have to see what was going on. She didn't hardly know anything. She was very young. but Yeah there was something in her that knew, okay, this is more of a sad kind of tune. And, and and I do think there's this rhythm, you know, in creation. I mean, we see that, you know, at the, uh, you know, Genesis one and two, just this rhythm and the structure and this pattern, you know, Six days work, one rest. Six days work, one rest. Uh-huh. There was evening, there was there, there's evening, there's morning. There's just the rhythm and pattern. And so I think there's something, you know, music just uh, is ingrained in us. And I mean, there's something, as we're, we're talking about this, I'm thinking, you know, there's, there's times in life where, you know, maybe it's a, an affliction that you're going through or some difficulty, some challenge, and you might not even feel the strength to read God's word, but to have God's word sung to you. Um, The older I've gotten uh, that that's just a new kind of angle on music uh, that I've grown to appreciate of being able to hear truth sung to me and how that just, that resonates deeply. So I know I got off on a little bit of a tangent there, but just kind of seeing the, the, the creational, um, uh, I don't know, design in us for, for music.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's why we sing in church. I mean, it, it, we recite liturgy in our church, and I think that's important too to stand up and say um, out loud as a congregation the things that we believe, these creeds uh, that's a beautiful thing. There is something beautiful about adding music to to scripture and to these hymns, and to actually lift our voices and sing in that way it's uh, it's um, I've, I feel like I've already uh, alluded to. Harry Potter a couple times this week, but uh, one of my favorite lines from <laughs> from Harry Potter is when Dumbledore says, "Ah, music, a magic beyond all we do here." And wow. That's what music is. It's it's there is something magical about it that you can't really explain, uh, and it, it's something that just rides underneath who we are and and expresses itself in pretty amazing ways. And so, yeah, for those for those of you who aren't musical. Um, you understand it as well as anybody, uh, because it's, uh, it is something that is ingrained in you as much as it is anybody else, Mm -hmm. even if you don't speak that language.
1: Yeah. That's encouraging to think of it that way. Um, because yeah, you can, you know, a beautiful instrument can resonate with you. And for, for me, who's, you know, not musically gifted, I can somewhat, have some sorrow of just, man, I wish I could do that. You know, I wish I could play that instrument, but to, but to say you understand it and it does resonate. It does something to you. If you know, you'll never pick up the violin, for example. And <laughs> play it. Um, but yeah, that, that's encouraging to think about. And again, as you, as you said, we think of movies and as, you know, composers score music to, you know, a movie that they're, they're watching mm-hmm. the film, they're watching yeah. the movement and they're capturing the emotion that's going on in there, you know, with music. And so, yeah, just how, again, I think that points to, you know, music being ingrained in creation. So, um, yeah, that's encouraging to share that with non-musicians. Uh, and, and Joe, I guess, other end of the spectrum, why don't you speak to musicians? Uh, well, we know that there are those you know, who are listening to this and maybe there are many who already lead uh, worship at their local congregation or, you know, they play numerous instruments and maybe they've recorded um, music. And so, uh, you know, there could be a lot of thoughts going on there. You know, they're listening to you thinking, well, I'm already, you know, gifted in this area. And um, what are some things you'd like to say to those who are uh, musically inclined?
0: Well, first off, I I will say that um, hearing what you just said right before that, about how sometimes you, you can be moved by music, even though you don't, necessarily speak that language you don't you're not musical I mean, there is a part of me as a musician that envies that a little bit because part of um being a musician is you actually kind of see behind the curtain a little bit and it's it may i don't know um it's i i, w- I wouldn't i would never go so far as to say it's a letdown but it's it does kind of change the way you see music a little bit which i think would actually lead in to my answer here Of like, what would I say to to musicians out there? This is this is one of the things I struggle with so much since I've really kind of gotten into the music industry. Is that I am constantly comparing myself to people. Mm. It's so hard not to, and and it's so hard. I I, I have artists that I enjoy. That I'll have days when I'm riding down the road listening to their music. And I'll, I'll stop and, and realize that I had just have this, this spurt of jealousy come out of me of just wishing like, Oh, I wish I had written that song or I wish I could sing like that. Or I wish I had the, the platform that they have, or I'll even go so far as to think, Oh, I'm better than them. I should be on the radio or whatever. <laughs> and it's just like petty jealousy. And I struggle with that so much being a musician. And, um and that's something I've had to really, I mean, I, Maybe that's something I'll always str- struggle with. Mm-hmm. It, it, it is a real, real struggle. I, I had, I'll give you an example of this. Um, this past summer at RYM, at all the camps, I had, uh, I had told people that my goal was for every musician on stage to be better at their instrument than I am at mine because I really wanted to have a good band at every camp. And I accomplished that. Like every musician we got was really good. And I don't say that to sell myself short at all. I'm just saying we got really good musicians. And I was I was really happy about that. And I and I told that to some people. Like everybody is better at their instrument than I am at mine. And then there were days when we would get up in rehearsal and they would just kind of start playing stuff. And I would just stand there and be like, I can't do what you're doing. <laughs> and it would just eat at me. And I would just be like, I'm not as good as them. And it's a little pity party. And but I, that, that's something I struggle with as a musician is I'm constantly comparing myself to people and, um, <clears throat> for other musicians out there, uh, if that's something you struggle with, I, I would tell you, you're not alone because I've also talked with other musicians who are way higher caliber than me who say the same thing and that's the thing there's always going to be somebody out there who's better than us and um, the the best advice I could give which I'm giving this to myself more than anybody else right now is to stop comparing yourself to others and actually learn to enjoy others uh, because that's I mean, that's the heart of the gospel that's 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 what it means to love our neighbor as ourselves: is to actually enjoy the gifts that God has given them, without comparing them to our own. And I wish I could do a better job of that. And um, I think that's something that God is sanctifying in me. And uh, hopefully one day I will enjoy others' music um, in that way. But it's it's something that I constantly struggle with. And so uh, I would. Um, I know what that looks like for other musicians out there who may struggle with the same thing.
1: Yeah. I appreciate you sharing that. I mean, being that vulnerable and confessing that, I mean, that is, you know, that's human nature. I mean, if it's not music, it's something else. We're constantly Mm. comparing ourselves um, to others. And, um, you, you know, the encouraging aspect of that is to, you know, spur us on, Uh, to, you know, hone the gifts that God has given us, uh, but Mm -hmm. to also, you know, recognize, hey, look, we may never get to this level and that's okay. You know, our worth ultimately doesn't lie in that, but there can be some, some good encouragement, some good, healthy competition. Yeah. Kurt Cooper and I actually talked about that uh, last week on the Today podcast. So there can be some good and healthy competition, um, there as well, but then also as you said, it just rejoicing in other people's gifts. Yeah, um, seeing okay, God has uniquely gifted this person, and we can celebrate that um, you know, as our brothers and sisters in Christ. Um, which I know we're we're kind of wrapping this up, but it, do, I was thinking it might be good as you're talking about comparing and everything to maybe hit on the, the idea of self promotion a little bit. Um, yeah, you know, some of this, you know, this entire week we've been talking about music, and really we've been you know promoting. Uh, this this album that's coming out and we've you know given out social media platforms and and all of that Uh, but just kind of some some thoughts on you know self-promotion there and you as a musician you know you have this you know this gift God has given you and you have this desire to kind of get music out there but but just thinking about how does this sound like self-promotion how do you guard from that just what are your thoughts there
0: yeah now that I've had this moment of vulnerable humility let me talk about how great i am <laughs> <laughs> uh that's another hard thing with music is the self-promotion part uh, because you convince yourself that <clears throat> you know you're you're promoting your music because you do want it to be a blessing to others especially in in this in this circle we're in right now with this worship music i i, I want this to be a blessing to churches and individuals and. I want to promote it. I want lots of people to listen, but then there's always that kind of secret motive of like I want to be a big deal. And I, and you're constantly walking the line between those two. And, and um, and so that can lead you to to have really bad self promotion or it can lead you to not self promote at all. And it's really hard to find that, that balance there. And again, something I always struggle with, but I guess I really, um, Been quoting C.S. Lewis a lot this week. I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to something he said in Screw Tape Letters, and I and I'm paraphrasing this, and and I'm this is also off the cuff, so I don't know exactly how close I'm getting to what he said. But he said one of the things you want to get men to do is to think that if they enjoy their own gifts, that they're being proud, Hmm. and that that's a vice. And then he goes on to say what the enemy wants. When he says enemy, he's talking about God. What the enemy wants is for a man to look at his own work and to look at someone else's work and be just as happy about that other person's work as he would be if he himself had made it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: In other words, <clears throat> if we can actually see our gifts for what they really are, like gifts, and if we can actually see the work that we accomplish with those gifts as something that's not for us, then we can actually learn to enjoy our own work and enjoy the work of the people around us to the same extent.
1: Mm.
0: And it is such a freeing thing. And that's, that's where self-promotion can actually be like this beautiful kingdom-oriented thing of like, Hey, come check out this thing that I just made. I, I actually have a friend of mine who, um, he was, uh, he was my, my old roommate right, uh, right before I met Leah, but he is, uh, an incredible, um, he's an incredible rapper. <laughs> he's uh he's an incredible artist and he does really good graphic design. He's just this really artistic creative person. And he was one of the best I've ever seen at that. Like he would constantly say, Hey, look at this thing I just made. And there was something in his tone and just the way he said it, where you knew that he's not boasting right now. He is genuinely enjoying his work and he enjoys other people's work to the exact same extent. It's just, it's because he realizes that his art and his work is not for him. And I think that's where self-promotion can really become something useful is when you realize that I'm promoting this stuff, but it's not for me. It's for you and for the kingdom and for God's glory ultimately.
1: Joe, that that's really good. And I think it's a it's a very important conversation as we're growing up, you know, in this uh current age of social media everywhere, digital everywhere, and you know, sharing, promoting all the time. Uh it's something Christians need to think a yeah. lot more about. And it's interesting to to think of the words of C. S. Lewis. Um applying to today <laughs> that,
0: yeah
1: um it, you know just yeah resonating in our, our current cultural uh, context so uh yeah that's very helpful and um it's something you, you know like you said it's going to be a constant struggle battle we as christians need to be suspicious suspicious of our own hearts and praying yeah. about our own hearts but also not being ashamed to rejoice in gifts that god has bestowed knowing you know we did nothing to, to earn yeah. this gift you know it was graciously given uh, yeah. by the creator and that any kind of quote unquote boasting is boasting in him and pointing others to him and away from yep. ourselves so um yeah very well said very helpful joe i uh, appreciate you taking the time out to uh, be with us all this week and again as we're, this is kind of funny but as we're talking about self-promotion be sure to go to um at Lamb worship on instagram yeah and check out RYM Worship on Facebook and uh, we can just all laugh at that now um, but yeah check out the, the new album RYM has released and again check out the chord charts that are out there and uh, yeah the Bible study that is forthcoming but Joe appreciate all your work and it's awesome having you all on staff at RYM.
0: Man thank you for having me on the podcast I enjoy this
1: Absolutely oh, come and buy without money Oh come without pain.